There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. No great adventure ever started with, so there I was on the couch. Adventures should be fun. Adventures should be rugged. Adventures should take you someplace new. And if you ask me, there's no better place to start your adventure this spring than at your local Honda dealer where new Hondas are arriving daily. Check out the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, Accord, Civic, and more. So you can stay on the couch if you want to, but I'm going to find adventure in a new Honda. Hurry into your local Honda dealer before they're gone. When your manhood bends in a different direction, visit PDURO.com to find a urologist because a bend in your erection might be Peyronie's disease or PD. It's a condition that involves a buildup of scar tissue, also called plaque, but it's treatable. Zyaflex, collagenase clostridium histolyticum, is the only non-surgical FDA-approved injection for Peyronie's disease. Zyaflex is a prescription for adult men who have a plaque that can be felt and a curve in their penis greater than 30 degrees at the start of treatment, along with daily penile stretching and straight exercises, Zyflex has been proven to help gradually reduce the bend. Results will vary. Don't receive if the treatment area involves your urethra, the tooth that urine passes through, you're allergic to any collagenase or the ingredients in Zyflex. May cause serious side effects, including penile fracture or other serious injury during an erection, severe allergic reactions, including anaphylaxis, and localized skin and soft tissue death called necrosis due to hematoma, which could require surgery. You may feel sudden back pain reactions after treatment. Seek help right away if you have any signs of injury. Do not have sex or any sexual activity during and for at least four weeks after each treatment cycle, which includes two injections, one to three days apart. Tell your doctor about all your medical conditions. If you have a bleeding condition or take blood thinners, as risk of bleeding or bruising at the treatment site is increased. Ask your doctor about all possible side effects and for product information. Talk to a urologist about Zyaflex. Find a Zyaflex trained urologist at PDURO.com or call 877-942-3539. Goldilocks Productions broadcasts universal cosmic frequencies that unlock, awaken, and expand the consciousness of our worldwide viewers and listeners. Explore secrets of the universe with show host... Sherry Sage Zimmerman navigate between the worlds of both the physical and the spiritual planes of existence. 
Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Secrets of the Universe. Um, I am so excited today to bring on a guest in a few minutes um, who has really, really opened my eyes, literally, <laughs> um, to a, a really amazing um, technique. Um, it has to do with really changing your ideas and your thinking um, having to do with eye vision about uh, what the eyes are really um, able to do as far as bringing back vision. Um, this gentleman that I came across his information a couple weeks ago is just really, really um, outstanding in the work that he is doing. Um, I'm going to read just a little bit about this gentleman so you get a really good idea of what he's doing and how he began. Um, my shows are normally a lot of spiritually speaking type uh, interviews, though I am very interested in medical. Um, I'm interested in the medical field. I'm interested in medical procedures. So when I came across this gentleman, I was really excited to share this information that may help a lot of people that really are wanting to really be able to bring back their vision in a natural way that doesn't require surgery and a lot of medications. So let me give you a little bit of background of this gentleman, because it's unbelievable what this man started out with at birth. Um, his name is Mayor Schneider. Uh, he was born blind to deaf parents in 1954 uh, due to cataracts, um, after five unsuccessful surgeries on the lenses of his eyes, um, which left him with massive scar tissue, um, it left him also with glaucoma, cataracts, and cross-sightedness, and a um, stigma. So it was also a, a involuntary rapid eye movement. Um, his doctors pronounced his condition hopeless, and he was certified permanently legally blind. Now, he performed um, his reading and schoolwork in Braille. Uh, inside, he never relinquished his dream of gaining his sight. Just uh, months before his 17th birthday, Mir met a teenage boy who gave him hope that his dream of seeing could be realized. The boy taught him the Bates method of eye exercises. Undeterred by the opposition and skepticism of family and physicians, Mir practiced these exercises with extreme diligence, up to 13 hours per day. Using the Bates method as his foundation, he developed many more eye exercises of his own and created his own regimen of self-massage and movement. So this man, uh, Mir Schneider, I've watched many of his YouTube channels of his work, and he's written a few books. He's got a, a wonderful website, which in a few minutes when we bring him on and speak with him, um, will give you all that access to his information. It's just really mind-blowing to me when I really went through a lot of his material. 
how shocking it was that he claims you can bring back the eyes from even something as severe as a degenerative macular degenerative disease of the eye, but all these other problems with the eyes, whether it be glaucoma or cataracts, there's actually a way that you can bring back your vision naturally. Um, he's really very interesting that he feels that eyeglasses um, actually cause more problems, even prescription eyeglasses we're, we're talking about as well. Um, which is really interesting to me because as I've gotten older, I really can't stand wearing glasses anymore. <laughs> I've been wearing them for about 20 years now, and I just, I just, and I'm starting to get really annoyed with them. Um, and of course, as we all get older, we normally do tend to lose that kind of uh, sight. So I want to bring in now this wonderful gentleman and just let him speak about what he's doing and where he's been. And I am so honored to have him with us. So hi, Mir. Welcome to our show. Hey, Sherry. It is an honor and a pleasure to be on your show. We are in the two different sides of the country, aren't we? Yes, we are, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's rainy today Boston. here. How is the weather there? It, it, well, it's it's pretty nice. I'm in North Carolina, and actually, I can't get over how beautiful the weather here is in North Carolina. I wish I moved here 10 years, 20 years ago. Uh -huh. um, it's really beautiful. But the, the, the West Coast is also very beautiful. I have a son that's in Sacramento over in that area. Yeah, close so, to us. And my yes. father. Yeah, my father's in San Diego. So uh, the West Coast is beautiful as well. But I am so What I want to tell you about myself is that mm -hmm. <clears throat> we built a very nice school for self-healing by the beach in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. And um, we teach people to see better. We teach people to move. I worked with uh, many paralyzed people. I helped more than 300 people to get out of the wheelchair so far. Wow. We teach people... Um, to improve the vision, even with um, uh, legally blind, even with low vision and legally blind problems. Mm -hmm. And I teach people to prevent many problems that cause legal blindness. And I've written a few books. One of them is called Awakening Your Power of Self-Healing. And one of them is called Vision for Life. And we have several others. And I've basically declared nine principles for natural vision improvement. One of them is total relaxation of the eyes. And I'm showing wonderful exercise where you uh, rub your hands and you put your hands around the eye orbits and you visualize if you're seeing complete mm -hmm. darkness, if not complete blackness. And you really rest your eyes for six or eight minutes at a time. And you do it several times a day. And it prevents fatigue, and it nurtures the eyes, and it helps rejuvenation. And then there's a principle of adaptation to light. Now, ophthalmology tells us to fear light. But, you know, I think light is as important as breath, basically. And mm -hmm. we need to adapt to light instead of run away from light. And one of the ways to adapt to light is an exercise which is called sunning where we close our eyes and we move our head from side to side 
all the way from side to side. So uh, what happens is that the sun, the, when the pupils face the sun, the pupils constrict. When they move away, there is expansion. And the expansion, the constriction, leads to more activity uh, in the eyes, drains fluid, helps to reduce glaucoma pressure. So we need to adapt to the sun, and I'm all for a visor, but I'm very mm-hmm. much against sunglasses unless you drive west or east when the sun sets or rises and the sun is in your eyes. But if it's not in your eyes, I really want you to adapt to the light uh, indoors and outdoors. <clears throat> and we don't have enough of it in our modern life. And so mm-hmm. the, the eye weakens, the retina weakens, the... the draining mechanism of the eye decreases. And then on the other end, we want to adapt to the, to the night. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, if you are in Raleigh or other cities in North Carolina, there is no night. If you're in New York, forget night, you know, especially in Manhattan. Uh, mm-hmm. All the apartments get light that comes from other apartments and the street. It's a city that never goes to sleep. But San Francisco... Mm-hmm has its share of too much light. We don't have light. I mean, right. and and we don't see the stars. And I think we need the, the night. Otherwise, our periphery is not working. Uh, we have central vision, which is with which I'm looking at you. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is then uh, central periphery, where I see the screen and me and you together. And then there is further periphery. And then there is real extreme periphery, which most people don't experience. And the reason why they don't is because they don't have night vision. Bedouins in the desert have amazing vision, partially because they are forced to do many of their activities in the dark of the night, because in daytime, the desert, desert is so hot and they hide from the heat. So, um, and then the the principle of looking at a distance. We're sitting right now, you and I, and we're looking at a screen. That is close vision, and it's not very good for us. And the lens of the eye becomes really, really rigid from looking so much from near. And the muscles of the lens, called the ciliary muscles, contract Mm -hmm. too much. And it might, like making the lens like a magnifying glass. And if the muscles would relax and you would look at the distance, you would see the distance really, really well. So the most important thing is to keep looking at the distance and to uh, have the muscles of the eyes really, really relaxed. And um, the next thing is... Uh, otherwise, by the way, that's why we can get the expected cataracts. And these days when kids are looking so much at the screens because mm-hmm. they don't go to schools as much, and you think that distant learning has no side effects, it has huge side effects. Um, uh, and and uh, I know that one woman in Israel went to an ophthalmologist with her 15-year-old daughter and said, we need glasses for her. And the ophthalmologist asked, how much is she playing? She's playing outdoors. And she said, hardly at all. He said, she should go often and play outdoors. 
So she did, and she mm -hmm. came two months later, and there was no need for glasses. So wow. looking wow. at a computer can get you poor vision. Look at the difference. If you look, for example, in the Amazon, 1% of the natives have nearsightedness. But then you look mm -hmm. at the same country, Brazil, in Sao Paulo, 49% have it. Go to South Korea, where they do a lot of Androids and uh, smartphones and all that, from the age of three, 94% of them are nearsighted. So, wow. Yeah. And look at us. You know, this is another very important thing. Um, the Journal of Ophthalmology, the British Journal of Ophthalmology, in the 60s, had one pilot study. And by the way, normally, if you're scientific, you should have a pilot study and then a very big general study. They only had one pile of study of identical, identical twins in different conditions, and they decided that nothing that you do makes your eyes better or worse. So from the 60s, the windows in classrooms worldwide became smaller, and they start to put fluorescent light in classrooms, and that's when... More and more kids were wearing glasses in the 70s. Oh, wow. And then in the 80s with the computer, more wore, wore glasses. And then in the 90s and right now, uh, more than ever. You know, in our generation, if you had glasses, you were an exception. Mm -hmm. They would call you four eyes. Or they would call yeah. you glasses. <laughs> Not yeah. anymore. It's like yeah. wearing a hat. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, I remember. Yeah. So it's not genetic, it is use, the use. Uh, if you take a look at Eskimo villages, um, it used to be it used to be that um, there was a research in the 20s mm -hmm. of last century, and they found that none of the grandfathers who did not know how to read, and yeah. they were basically fishing and hunting, mm -hmm. had glasses. But their sons, who worked in uh, ships for Canada and the United States, uh, some percentage of them was wearing glasses, like 5%. The wow. kids who were educated, something like 45% of them were wearing glasses. Mm -hmm. So as soon as we get educated, it's different. So the next principle is looking at details. You right. know, we stop looking at details. And... The most important part of the retina is called the macula, M-A-C-U-L-A. And so many people have macular degeneration these days, but it starts from the moment that we're, A, overwhelmed with details mm -hmm. and close ourselves from looking at them, inhibited from looking at them. For example, if you and I would sit in a train, although in your case, probably we would immediately start with a nice conversation, but... <laughs> If if you and I were sitting in the train, we did not know each other, you would mm -hmm. feel weird if I would look at you. Right. And yet, if I look at you, I look at the uh, interesting face you have. It shows me some life experience. I mean, on top of the fact that you're beautiful, you know, I would just oh, look at those things. Yeah. And, yeah. And, uh, and it could be a balding guy with who's not my type, but has very nice face, a very mm -hmm. amazing thing. Why not look? These days, you don't look. 
you invade someone's space if you look. Well, it's an order to the brain to not use the macula because the macula is alive by looking at details. So returning to the jungle uh, or to the Maoris in New Zealand, they're so interested in their details. They look at birds, they look at leaves. And we lost all interest, you know? So that's why people get poor vision and later on macular degeneration, which is the number one blinder of the whole world. And then the next principle is peripheral vision. Because since we use computers and books, but mainly computers and smartphones, we no longer look at periphery. And uh, before you know, as I look at a computer, there is no wall, there's no ceiling, uh-huh. uh, there are no windows, it's only the computer. Yeah. And that's how we get glaucoma. Not oh. having enough night vision and not paying attention enough to the periphery, also having a stiff neck. That is a big problem. And then another principle is balanced use of the eyes. Then there is another principle of uh, uh, balance use within each eye, a coordination between the bodies and the eyes. But then the last principle is so important, more blood flow to the visual system. 95% of all blindness in a mature and an old age comes with poor blood flow to the head, poor, poor cerebral spinal fluid flow to the optic nerve, and that's how people lose the vision. If we okay. find a way to get much more blood flowing to the head by mm-hmm. loosening the neck and opening channels to the head, we would basically eliminate 95% of our blinding conditions. Wow, really? Even yeah. even as we even as we age, even as we even as we get older and older. Well, um, the question is what do you do with yourself? If I mean right. If if you remain stiff and sedentary and you don't have enough awareness of your body, yes. But Mm -hmm. if you uh, are mobile and not only physically active, that's important to be physically active, but to kinesthetic awareness. You know, people are aware when they're hungry. People are aware when they have desires. But they're not aware when they don't take a deep enough breath. They're not aware enough when the muscle tightens. So this is a kind of awareness, which is a very important one. Yes. That we don't have. But if you are having it, and we are living in the aspirin and and the opioid age, where people don't want to feel, and so they take drugs that will help them not to feel. Opposite. If you have pain, bless it. Not have pain. I know that I have a headache, so I must loosen up my neck, work on my back. I have backache. Okay, what does it mean? Strengthen my legs, help my uh, arms, until there is no reason for the pain. Don't go to practitioners that numb the pain, and after that, when you didn't do anything to get rid of the reason for the pain, surgically remove the symptom, but don't really take care of the original issue, where right. we have 600 right. muscles, most right. of us use only 50 out of them with great right. stress. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're talking about getting to the root problem, which makes a lot of sense because obviously, if they remove one part of the symptom, it, it will most likely develop into another sy- symptom. 
um, I would imagine. Um, I have so many questions for you. It's amazing when I found your work. And a, a part of me was also angry because um, I saw one of your videos that was so good. It was really about you speaking um, about literally um, our world uh, in the medical field, which I've been in the medical field for 20 plus years as a CNA. Um, but I, 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 it saddened me and angered me um, when I, you know, when I heard you speak about how, you know, obviously our medical field is made up partly mostly about trying to um, help people. And yet there's another whole side to it where we are actually not helping people. Um, you know, when, 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 we, when we can do something, what you're sharing, these exercises that actually are extremely important for most of our lifetime, you know, if we, if we want to be able to see, um, it just gets me very frustrated. Like I, I, when I read, saw some of your videos about how eyeglasses are actually causes more problems how surgery, laser surgery or surgeries of the eyes, you know, actually do more damage. Um, and, and when a simple thing like exercising the eyes can literally help the, I think you said the, the cornea gets hard, and but it's flexible. It can go back the other way to make the eyes work. And I might not have that totally correct. Yeah, I, co I completely. Thinking, why, why, are we not, why are we not sharing this in elementary school? Why exactly. You know, this? when my kids, nice you know, my goal. two kids were born with cataracts, like myself. Oh, wow. Wow. And, um, uh, and they, they have better vision than anyone who was born with cataracts. Oh, wow. Um, you know, I myself was born with cataracts, and I was a son of deaf parents. So mm -hmm. I was raised reading Braille. All the deaf community in Tel Aviv knew that a mayor is the son of Ida and Abraham or deaf, and right. he's blind, you know. And um, to just give you a sense of it, uh, this is a normal lens. Okay, I see it. Okay. And this is mine. Oh, wow. After five surgeries, 99% of my lens is scar tissue. And oh. so what happened is that... Uh, my uh, kids were born with my cataracts. Okay. I think that, uh, and so I actually helped them see normally. Uh, we did do the essential surgery. What we learned, which was not known in my time, mm -hmm. is that when uh, you're eight weeks of age, you develop the whole idea of seeing. I was watching some of your videos about this. It's incredible. Go ahead. Share, share it with my audience because I, I listen to your videos. Wonderful. At the age of eight weeks is when you start to see. And if you don't see at the age of eight weeks, you become blind for life. So I was the quickest Braille reader in the state of Israel. Mm -hmm. and, um, uh, and then what happened was that I learned about eye exercises. Fast forwards, my kids were born with cataracts. Mm -hmm. So like in all other situations, I did an essential surgery with them. I had trepidation, had headaches. I didn't like the idea, but I took them to mm -hmm. have the lens removed. And light came to the retina and they ended up seeing uh, 
just fine. They end up seeing uh, better uh, and better throughout the years. Okay. And the vision got better with time. But uh, they wanted to do more surgeries on them, and that's when I refused. To remove the uh, obstruction was a good idea. And mm-hmm. I just want to give you one example of exaggerated medical work. Mm-hmm. My daughter is almost 10, not quite 10. And she goes to the ophthalmologist, and always she had to do, to be checked at the optometrist first. And she liked one optometrist very much, and she always saw well with him. And just people right. should know that how your optometrist behave has everything, everything to do with how well you see. So she uh, so bad. And so the, mm-hmm. the optometrist put stronger and stronger and stronger glasses. And the vision oh. ended up being 2080, which is basically 40, uh, about 55% of normal vision. Mm-hmm. When a vision used to be 2030 and 2040. Wow. <laughs> so wow. We, uh, uh, I wasn't there. So then I came just before going to the ophthalmologist's office. I put a patch over her uh, strong left eye, got her to look at details below. She went mm-hmm. to the ophthalmologist's office and with no glasses, she saw 2060. And with glasses, first time in her life, she saw 2020. Wow. And wow. It had to do with the fact that the ophthalmologist and her were friends from the second week of her life. So mm-hmm. that happens that the medical profession works with symptoms, but the connection between a physician mm-hmm. and a person makes a huge difference in terms of their ability to heal. And also the fact that people get prescribed. Endless procedures makes a huge difference. It destroys them. Because Mm -hmm. I know of people who were born with cataracts and had similar conditions to my kid, and then they had more surgeries and more surgeries. And all kinds of problems came. Mm -hmm. And it's true about the body. Like, for example, I had uh, parents with a a baby with spinal bifida. They came to Mm -hmm. me, and they asked me to do a surgery for his uh, cerebral spinal fluid that was accumulating in his spine. I said, yes, absolutely, because that puts pressure on the internal organs. Right, Okay, so that surgery made sense. Then all of a sudden the doctors want to do surgery on his club foot, on his hips. I said, forget that. I could straighten his club foot in a moment. He couldn't Mm -hmm. crawl, so I taught them to do cross-crawling with him with his opposite limbs moving passively. Right, right. And then next day, the problem was when he came here to remove things out of his way because he was crawling all over the place. Uh, then he couldn't uh, walk. So I taught his father to stand in a shallow pool in a bathtub, hold his hands, right. and have him walk. Right. And, mm-hmm. and now he's normal, you know. So mm-hmm. the point that I'm saying, and it's a very big point that I have, is that... Um, Every seventh person in the hospital is there due to medical treatment. And while physicians saved more people than they hurt, Mm -hmm. we have to be savvy about what we're doing, not to simply accept a treatment course when it's offered, but Mm -hmm. to accept it when it makes sense. And often... I like that. 
It mm-hmm. makes no sense. And we take too many pills again. No great adventure ever started with, so there I was on the couch. Adventure should be fun. Adventure should be rugged. Adventure should take you someplace new. And if you ask me, there's no better place to start your adventure this spring than at your local Honda dealer, where new Hondas are arriving daily. Check out the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, Accord, Civic, and more. So you can stay on the couch if you want to, but I'm going to find adventure in a new Honda. Hurry into your local Honda dealer before they're gone. Taking pills to get rid of pain is a mistake. If you're about to die in two days, yes. But if you are living full life, enjoy your pain. Learn from it. Mm-hmm. And uh, if it means loosening your connective tissue, because our connective tissue hardens around the muscles that we always overuse. Right. And we have to learn to use muscles whenever you use, where it is because of strain we have to learn to get rid of our tension. So if it's okay with you, I want to guide the audience with an exercise. Sure, sure. Okay. So I have what's called a palming stick, which uh, helps me to decide to put uh, my elbows on it in a way that gets me to not move my head backwards or forwards. And I want all the audience to do that even though it means you don't see what we're doing, put your hands over the eye orbits. Right. This time we'll only do it for two minutes, but in general the minimum is six minutes. Put no pressure on your cheekbones. Mm-hmm. Breathe deeply. And breathe slowly. And visualize you see darkness and maybe even blackness. Darkness and maybe even blackness. And breathe deeply and breathe slowly. And when you breathe, count six when you inhale and nine when you exhale. And we can sit down and in a comfortable chair, put a couple of pillows under our elbows and breathe. Mm. And just doing it in the middle of the day when so many things need to be done, but you sit for six minutes and you rest from all that needs to be done and you relax is life changer. And now you can slowly take your hands off. But that was That's amazing. Short. That's yeah. amazing. Absolutely amazing. So, yes, I've been watching your videos on YouTube. And, again, my manager will put up your website for people to be able to go to your website and learn everything that you do. But I, I have so, I got to get into some of these questions I have because um, it's just in, so interesting to me. And I, I can't wait to start. You know, if I could go to California in the next month, I would do it to go to your workshops. But I'm hoping to bring you here. Um, one, um, do eye drops help anything at all? Like any of them? Uh, anything? What is anything that would be, you know, because, you know, they push a lot of eye drops. And that's recently, last year, what I was you know, told to do was, you know, use these eye drops called rotating 
but do they help at all? That's one question. Do you have dry eyes? Um, sometimes. What I've been finding lately with myself. Now, I, I, I was a very, very huge reader as a child. I mean, huge. I read books all the time and even through all the years. And I'm a writer. I've written books. And I do a lot of, uh, unfortunately, a lot of computer work because um, I create board games as well. So I do a lot of reading, a lot of research. And since a child, I, I, I'm sure a lot of that might have been all these years. I started wearing glasses when I was about 38 years old to 40 years old. That's when I noticed problems. But the last few years is where I've been coming really annoyed with one, wearing glasses at all, which is really cool that I run into you. I'm like, oh my God, this is exactly what I need right now. Because I am concerned about future, you know, the next 20, 30 years, I, I don't want to lose my vision. And I, I still do some CNA work. So I'm actually working right now with my 96 year old client. She's an amazing woman. And of course her and I share all kinds, she was a nurse. So we share all kinds of information back in her day. You know, she's 96, so we're going way back. Um, and we share information. And she's got a, a, a macular degenerate disease of her eyes. And she gets the needles in her eyes. And I, I of course, I started talking about you. And um, I, I told her, you know, there's just some really great exercises that you can do that might be able to help. Um, she said she's got very good peripheral vision. Um, my problem is I know that I am more, I'm both, um, I can't see without glasses reading, small print, or driving. So I have both, near and farsighted. Um, I, I just, you know, I just, I, I just always felt that the body can heal itself. I, even Absolutely. I think in your case, you want to work on expanding your periphery. Okay. And a good way of doing it is, first of all, you can cover one eye and you can mm -hmm. wave your hands, your hand all around without looking at okay. your hand. And you can cover the other eye and do the same thing. And then okay. one of the things that you can do is So when take, you do that, when you do that, Mir, you don't, you don't follow it with the other eye, no, right? No, no. You just look straight. Okay. You just look straight. Another thing that you can do is uh -huh. uh, you can take a small piece of paper and put it between your eyes. If I had, I saw, room, I saw one of your videos of that. Yes, yes. Yeah, if, I, if if yeah. I had a room to maneuver here, um, I would uh, get my masking tape. So I'll get it in a second. Okay. Hey, here it is. Yeah, so I got my masking tape. Okay. And um, and so what I'm doing now is I am um, taking some tape. Mm -hmm. And I put my masking tape on the paper and okay. between my eyes. Now okay. what I did, I successfully blocked... Uh, my my uh, uh, front vision. Okay. And I'm able to mobilize my peripheral vision. 
Okay. Basically. So what I did is I was able to rest my eyes from looking at the screen. Okay. Okay. And instead of just paying attention to what's in front of me, I now paid attention by blocking what's in front of me to my what's side. Okay. And then I can combine things. I can wave my hand to the side and look at the screen and be aware. Because, you see, I'm looking at you. I'm looking okay. at me. But I'm not looking at the side. I just the sense the side. And right. We used to walk in the jungle. We used to walk in places where if we would not sense the side, the jungle would have basically killed us one way or another. An animal would have oh. killed us. Right. Would fall into a hole. Who knows? But these days, there's so many accidents because people don't pay attention to their periphery. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be drunk to not pay attention because even in the DMV, they tell you, look left, look right. Yeah. Yes. But they don't tell you, pay attention to the side, you know? Right. So paying attention right. to the side is so important. Yes. Okay, so um, I'm, I'm going to ask Tiffany to put up your website on the screen because I haven't seen it yet. So I'll have her uh, get that put up. Um, but so I guess basically then um, I know on your website, because I've been to it since I found you, I, 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 it's like I'm, I'm obsessed with your stuff. And there's a shop on there. So you've got all kinds of tools and really interesting aids on there that I can't wait to figure out how to use them all um, after I buy them all. But I, I, I guess I want to talk a little bit more about, um, um, I, I think, again, what I read, there was something also about the way you were saying that the brain, it's more about working with your brain with your eyesight, not just the eye. You know, a lot of people think you just have an eye problem. Like you have problems with your eyes. There's parts of your eyes aren't working well anymore. And but you talk a lot also about the brain being absolutely absolutely. Look, every single minute we get a billion light rays colliding right. against our retina and being absorbed as energy. Basically, mm -hmm. the energy is being absorbed is um, it's uh, K plus or potassium. Mm -hmm. And it goes through the optic nerve to the brain. It goes, first of all, to the thalamus, and then it goes to the occipital lobe. Okay. And what happens is in the thalamus, we block much of what we get because... There's no way that you can get a billion messages a minute to your brain. You get patterns of messages, and much of it is being blocked in the thalamus. So sometimes you block vision that you need and put it in the brain things you don't need. And it ah. is the purpose of training to see that because what you see unless your eye is defective, like mine was. Mm -hmm. But even with my defective eye, and to show you again, when a normal eye lens looks basically like this. That's a, that's a normal lens, right. right. And this is the, and the lens is what you're talking about that is flexible, that even though it can get hard and yeah. rigid over years, it can also go soft again and, and exactly. actually 
go back I the have, other way. I have one percent of lens wow. that can really work. Wow. Okay. And I learned to build up vision from one percent to seventy. Wow. Enough that I'm wow. able to drive. I must say, the laws in California are kind of liberal in terms of driving. Okay. Uh, and the reason is the old old people um, association that demand a little bit less correction to be able to drive. But I'm right. able to drive. I just renewed my driver's license a few months mm-hmm. ago. Mm-hmm. And it's for five years to come. You know, wow, and I'm already wow. driving for 38 years, so okay. I'm very proud of myself. And I'm a oh, safe sure. driver, no, safe driver, no tickets, no accidents. Yeah, I'm amazed at your work, absolutely amazed. And again, I'm also angry that the medical field or or just the, the education in our country and other countries. I know, I know that you work with other countries as well, all the time. I, I traveled a lot before COVID. Right mm-hmm. now, there's more international conferences on Zoom. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, and the problem, you know, of being in Zoom, and people have to understand, if you don't want cataract, you've got to look at the distance every day for 20 minutes. Okay. And you can do it intervals of six and four minutes, six minutes before you look at the screen, uh, every 10 minutes you mm-hmm. take... Uh, a 15 seconds break every half an hour you take a minute break and after two hours you got to leave the screen and go away like i had okay. a session just before you for two hours mm-hmm. and i had a nice open tv in front of me but mm-hmm. my goodness it was so good to leave the screen yes. even though i had yes. a very nice session so okay this, these days we're always on the screen we have to look at a distance. Now, if you have a beginning of cataracts, which many people have, okay. look at a distance. And I want to tell you, more and more kids now coming from the lockdown that we had with more mm-hmm. vision problems. And uh, I predict that the cataracts that happens in our generation, in people's yeah. 50s and 60s, yeah. will happen uh, uh, to kids. I mean, will happen, sorry, to adults at the age of 40, and give it another generation, 20, and one more is going to be in people's teens. Wow. That's why I'm saying wow. this work is so important, and that's yeah. why I'm so grateful to you, Sherry, yeah. for mm-hmm. helping me share it with the world through you because people have to know yes. that there are things oh, you can do. I agree. I'm very upset. Like I said, I, I get very angry over over, over decades Again, because I was in the medical field, I've seen a lot of things, and it's and not just the medical field. I'm talking about our world in general. It's very frustrating when something as simple as this and as important as this is not being done in elementary or high school, at least high school. Um, that gets me very upset. You know, um, I went with my kids to their schools because I wanted to share the exercises they do. Nice, nice. Kids loved it. And oh, years yeah. later, I met them saying, oh, I'm still doing palming, and it's yes. wonderful. Yes. I want to ask you again, I have so, and I want to tell you real quick before I forget, I always have my guests back on the show, and because this is like a really important 
it's just to me really important. You know, I, I just, I just care a lot about being able to see. And I think most people are, you know, um, I, I will have you back on the show. If, if I would on. love to be on your show. Oh, good. Well, I would love like to do it. Yes. I want to do it like maybe once every eight weeks or something like that. Wonderful. Uh, yeah, I want to just keep putting it out there over and over and over again. That's to me how important this is. So let me ask you real quick, because our unfortunately talking with you, the time just flies. Um, so are are we saying then? Does it matter how long somebody's had eye issues for this exercises to work? Like, does it matter if you've had problems for twenty, forty, um, or does you know does any of that matter? The time, you know. Let me tell you a story that will show you. I had a guy, I thought then he was old because I was 28 and he was 73. Right. I don't think so this way anymore uh, because that was many, many years ago. And Mm -hmm. he had macular degeneration. Okay. And he lost so much vision that his vision was 5% of normal vision, 2400, uncorrectable with glasses. Okay. Um, He's, he had laser surgery, which I was so much against because they destroyed some of the macula to stop oh. some of the bleeding. Uh, these days, they do injections like the 96-year-old you're working with. But yes. more yeah. massage and blood to her head would help her to prevent the need for them. Anyway, in his case, he saw everything eight times, and he saw very poorly. So we've done a lot of exercises. One of them was to loosen up his chest and his middle back, and we've done a wonderful exercise where we would lie down and move one hand beyond the other one. And that really helped him straighten his back. But then I asked him, what have you done all your life, all your adult life? He says, as a pharmacist, I used to read a prescription. Right. uh, And I used to read medicine bottles. Okay. I told him, look Two hours a day the distance. Two hours. This is a beautiful city. San Francisco is beautiful. And do it. Now, you've done many other exercises, like Mm -hmm. sunning, where you close your eyes and you move your head all the way from side to side facing the sun. He he took a palming stick with him in uh, uh, in the train on the way to me and sat down and palmed. So he did all that. Right. And then his vision within two and a half months was 2,100 without glasses, which is already 50%. But with glasses, he was seeing 2025. Wow. Which means 95% of 2020. So that was the best case I had of macular degeneration. But if you ask at any age, the oldest one I had, was 101. Oh, my gosh. His vision has dramatically improved after our session. Uh, It was in Israel. Yeah. I still have a picture of me. Wow. I was in my 50s. That's amazing. Well, I'm always encouraging my clients, and she's she's my – just amazing woman. I mean, just, I can't get over her, uh, her will. Her will is just amazing. So we, we, we talk about all these kind of different things. And when I shared your information, she was like, really, like really listening, but she kept feeling like she kept saying, you know, I, I think maybe that's maybe more for somebody that hasn't had the issues she's had all these years. Oh yeah. Um, it's very I, good for her issue. I work 
We, I just today worked with somebody who was making a, the generation and their vision go better. Mm -hmm. Wow. And I, like I said, I know she's gotten the shots in her eye. Um, real quick, we actually do have somebody. I'm not sure if Tiffany can. There was somebody that wanted to ask a question here. Uh, Tiffany, there's one that says, can I ask a personal question from Radiantly Beautiful 24-7, it looks like. I don't know if you can um, find out what that question is that person wants to ask. And we can go ahead and ask Mayor while he's on. Uh, meanwhile, Mayor... I, I don't think we got to the question of um, eye drops. Does any of that really work for the eyes? And you're saying if you have dry eyes. Um, uh, I don't I like the eye drops to dry eye at all. Okay. I think that what it prevents eye the eyes from. What, what helps is actually, believe it or not, loosening up the middle back. Loosening up the middle back. Yeah, because okay. the neck sits on the middle back. And if the middle back is tight... Uh -huh. Not enough blood gets to the head. I normally okay. sit in a dark room. I first of all palm, as I was saying, mm -hmm. for about 10, 15 okay. minutes. And then I move my whole body in rotating motion. And I mobilize my chest and middle back. And then I move my eyes in rotating motion and blink. And then the tears come at ease. So with okay. the exception of people who never produce any tears. In fact, making the eyes wet is a good idea. Now, in terms of drops against glaucoma, they cause cataracts to a great extent. So, yes, if somebody has amazing glaucoma, which is, uh, you know, 50 or 60 mercury points, yeah, you put drops to reduce the pressure. But okay. quite often, uh, doctors are very aggressive with drops, and I've heard yes. of quite a few people that stopped taking drops and did just fine. Oh, okay. Okay. So is there something about the idea of blinking? Um, like I, I thought there was something I, I uh, either heard or read. So uh, in order to blink well, massage around the eyes. Okay. And I want to divide between the word blinking and squinting. Oh. Squinting is when you stress and you use your face. Okay. Blinking is okay. when you do it gently. And okay. so you massage around the eyes. Sometimes it's good to put warm and then cold face cloth around the eyes. And especially cold because many people uh, have inflammation in the eyes. So if we massage around the eyes okay, and then we touch the eyelids ever so lightly, then blinking becomes real easy. Okay. Okay. I, it's funny when you said squinting, I'm like, oh my God, that's what it was too. I began, um, I was a barber and I'm talking a barber. I wasn't a beautician. I cut men's hair. I did uh, straight shaves. Um, I, I, I did my first straight shave of a gentleman when I was 14 years old. Um, I grew up in a barber shop, uh, the barber shop around the corner from where my a childhood home was where my father and my brothers went to get their hair cut. So I went in there when I was about 12 years old after school. And I was like, you know, why don't you teach me how to cut hair? And, and the, the guy was in his early forties. His name was John Quagenti and a, a good old Italian guy. And um, he said to me, um, you see that broom? He said, pick up that broom. And, and every day after school, I went in his shop and, and swept the hair off uh, the hair off the floor. 
And eventually he started teaching me how to cut hair. I've never been to school. Um, I've owned a couple of barber shops, but from the age of 12, I learned how to squint really well because when you do a haircutting, you really, your eyes are like a really big part of um, being able to see detail, you know, in cutting hair. So I would imagine a lot of the squinting that could have affected my eyes as well. Yeah. And if you meet a barber, tell him, first of all, look at the distance between clients. Oh, okay. Rest your eyes at the distance. Take a deep breath. Palm and rest your eyes. Then doing hair is going to be easier. Okay. Okay, great. I've only got like one more minute and I I just feel like there's so much more I want to talk to you about. So I definitely can't wait to have you on again. I might even make it sooner than two months. Um, I also saw something, I don't know if it was with yours or somebody else's, that there was something even about massaging a part of the the occipital um, area. There are three points which I really like and I apologize for turning my back to you. Yeah. But there is... Two holes here, the style of foramen, and one okay. big hole here, which is the foramen magnum, that if we massage the two holes mm-hmm. here and the hole here, we okay. actually can get to the place where we get more supply of blood and cerebral spinal fluid into our uh, brain and into... Mm-hmm. Uh, our optic nerve and that can make a huge difference in terms of our well-being and can prevent us from being ill my job you know with my book movement for uh, awakening your power of self-healing that book the purpose of that book is uh and it has uh 600 exercises 400 illustrations it has one purpose Mm-hmm. And that is to to bring more life and vitality to your body, so we don't talk about symptoms; we don't have them. Yes, yes, I love that. I love that. I want to thank you. And and before we go, I want to say that again. Um, Mir Snyder, if you go to his website, he's got everything there. His books, he's got DVDs, he's got um, audio everything that you would need to start really working this journey of getting back to healing our, our own selves. I've always been a big believer in this. Um, there's the website on the screen here. Um, I've always just been very much into more natural healing. And I, I believe that there are other ways of balancing out different parts of the body that are out of alignment. So his book is called also vision. You have a book called vision for Vision for, for life. Health. Vision for life. A vision for life. A vision for life. And then the awakening to the power of healing. Yeah, right? awakening your power of self-healing. Yes. And those are real good books. And I just want to say that um uh on the 14th and the 15th of May, which I hope the world opens up then, yeah. I will have a workshop in, in Oregon, in Jacksonville, Oregon, with beautiful mountains that people can come and work with me there. So if there's one of you who wants to fly there, it's a good time to start. Oh, I would love to come to that. And I know you're having another one in June. But right, everybody... on eight days on natural vision improvement, yeah. 
Yes, yes. So please go to Mir's website and you can find out all this amazing information. And again, we are going to have Mir Snyder back again and again and again throughout the rest of the year. And as long as we can have him, because I, I find this is such major important information for our children, our grandchildren, even the elderly that are wanting to keep what vision they do have and improving their vision. So thank you so much, Mir. I, I mean, it's been an honor just to have you on the show. So thank you. It was you. so nice to be on your show. You're a wonderful person. Uh, thank you, Mir. You are as well. Thank you. We'll talk Bye-bye. soon. Thanks. Bye now. So I want to thank you all for being uh, here for the show today. And I uh, just really love bringing information to you, to you all for all kinds of different things that we deal with as human beings on this earth. So I thank you for joining us and we will see you again next week for another great show and have a great day. Take care. This month's broadcasting is sponsored by ICU Dr. Lauren Love, ICU nurses, technicians, and staff in the Boston area hospitals. No great adventure ever started with, so there I was on the couch. Adventure should be fun. Adventure should be rugged. Adventure should take you someplace new. And if you ask me, there's no better place to start your adventure this spring than at your local Honda dealer, where new Hondas are arriving daily. Check out the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, Accord, Civic, and more. So you can stay on the couch if you want to, but I'm going to find adventure in a new Honda. Hurry into your local Honda dealer before they're gone. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.